The Oilers Capitals were about an hour away from dropping the puck at Rogers Place. Thanks a lot for tuning in. The Caps are 7-2-2. The Oilers are 7-2-1, but trying to break a goalless drought of just over 152 minutes. Rob Brown is here in Studio 99. Rob, good to see you. Good to be here. We already had a little bit of a teaser with Jason Chimera before the news. I was just checking. I don't know if you guys keep track of stuff like this or <laughs> if there's any competition. Don't Ca- say it. Career goals. Don't say it. Rob edged you by four <laughs> career goals, Jason. Just four. You That's guys it? are pretty close. Four? 190 to 186. Yeah, but he probably had a thousand more assists. <laughs> no, well, no, he didn't have a thousand more assists. No. He didn't edge you by that many assists either. Oh, uh, Chimmer was fortunate enough to play a lot more games than I was. I yes, know that. Yes, probably more games, maybe. He, oh, yeah, he, he certainly played. Uh, yes. Points, points per game. Actually, uh, games played, he, he almost doubled you up. I believe that. Uh. You see, when I lost a step, I became standing still. <laughs> when he lost a step, he was still really, really fast. I think he just listened to the coaches more. Yeah. <laughs> well, that might have been, too. <laughs> I, I, was, I was known as a coach killer for a while there. I actually, I got to know Chimmer really good years ago. We used to go to Perry Pern all the yeah. time together in the summers. Yeah. And I loved playing him in Perry Pern because he could only, it was from the blue line down. Yeah. So it couldn't wind it up. He couldn't wind it up. When we did full ice, then it, was, it wasn't fair for me. But when we got to do from the blue line in, he could only skate so far. So it was much easier that way. And Chimmer's, he's also, from what I've heard, and uh, from a very good source, he is the second best peewee coach Oh, who's the best? Who's Fernando the- Fernando claims oh, he's oh, the best PB coach. Why does Fernando get the higher ranking? Well, because Fernando was the one that ranked them. Yeah. So oh. Fernando oh, ranked them. I thought so. these were your rankings. Oh, no, no, not oh. my rankings. I'm oh. getting this from Fernando. Yeah. Fernando says that he's the best and Chimmer's the second best PB coach yeah. in the Edmonton. Who, who are you coaching, Jason? Uh, I coach CAC, PB double A team. And how do you how do you enjoy it? And I mean, you played at the highest level. Yeah, so how you, do you transfer? You know that? what? It's, in, in a ways, it's a lot more fun than like uh, playing, just coaching kids, and it's like getting like getting kids to, to buy into a team system. And it's a lot different than playing, obviously. But in a lot of ways, it's uh, more enjoyable to come to the rink and try to get these kids to do what you want to do. And 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 I, I can see why coaches got pissed off at me when when, <laughs> when you don't do what you want to do. You're like, what, what the hell are you doing? Are you like, huh? and you sit up at night. You're like, why are these kids listening? What, what are they doing? <laughs> But there, there is nothing better, and I know from experience, there's nothing better than being on the bench with your own kid. And yeah. to me, it was driving to and from the practices and games. Yeah, so it's just, it's, it's just yeah. time for you and your, yeah. your son or daughter, whoever's out there, but to, to bond and talk. And you, you didn't even have to talk about hockey. Yeah, that's, no, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I, the, I, agree, I agree totally. It's something that you get to drive. You're going to tournaments away, and sometimes you just drive with the kids. You drive two or three kids, and it's the best, you know, just to listen to these kids speak and... And like you said, even with your just your own son or daughter, you drive to the rink and you get that time that you never would have. It's great. You now, know. Rob, your kids were born just a couple of years before you retired? Uh, yes, I retired when my kids were, I don't think they were three yet. They were, I think they were still so two they years don't, old. they don't remember you being a pro hockey player then? No, no. And because I was born before social media, it's really yeah. hard find, hard to find uh, me playing. Like you got to get the VHS <laughs> or the beta, beta tapes <laughs> yeah. out to see. So my son doesn't see as much as I'm sure yeah. Chimmer was. Yeah. Well, the cool thing, I took, uh, I played for the Caps for numerous years, so I took my son down to the, the rink this morning uh, just to just warning skate, and then the guys welcomed me right in the room and just said hi to all the guys, and Ovi and those guys were saying hi to Kale, and it just, uh, it's pretty cool to see that in his face, and just like when the coaches room and the coaches hey kale doug and so it's pretty it's pretty fun to see that kind of like 
I said to Joy, he's like, I, I, I can't go back to school. I can't go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing compares to that. No, no way he'd no. go back. Yeah. No way he'd go back. Yeah. Why, why, I mean, for you, uh, 1,107 games, 17 seasons. You played until you were 38. Yeah. How did you do it? How did you last that long? Um, I think in knowing your role, I told you when I played it for you, I think you're uh, doing your role well. And I never was a first or second line guy. I don't like ever toe drag one guy, I don't think. But so <laughs> I just dumped the puck and got it. Pretty simple game, I think. Uh, but knowing your role and just uh, keeping yourself fit, I really pride myself in the summer really working hard and keeping yourself active and keeping like in the game and trying to eat, eat better as you go along. And you learn a lot of things along the way. And I think you, if you don't adapt, you don't as I adapt along the way. Kind of. And I kind of fell into a good role. I was, I was big when the, when it was I was a bigger guy when I first came in, so it kind of helped me with the size-wise, and I had speed, too, for the new game. It kind of helped me transition into that, too. So I think it was kind of a kind of a collection of things, but I think it was uh, just, just treating your... I think you I mean, you learn to know your body and you know what to do, and, and uh, I was just kind of grind away. Well, I, I think that you talked about knowing your role. I think most players that come out of junior or college that move on to the NHL were goal scorers. Yes. They oh, were yeah. very offensive yeah. hockey yeah. players. Yeah. And, and it's when you get to a team and you find out, okay, wait a sec, yeah. everybody can shoot yes. and score up here. Everybody's got 100 points. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so, But not everybody is willing to accept yeah. a role. And I think for, for you, it's understanding your role both on and off the ice. Yeah. And, and oh, for sure. Not yeah. only accepting it, but wanting to be the best yeah. at the third and fourth line. Yeah. And, and for you, obviously, and being a good teammate. Yeah. Because when you're not no, playing yes. 21 minutes yeah. a night, when you're playing eight minutes, yeah. you can't be the guy no. talking and moaning in the dressing room saying, so well, true. I deserve more. It's such a tough, it's a tough, tough business because it's such an individual thing, but you're, you're expected to be a team sport because well, everyone wants their cookies, everyone wants their goals and assists. And, and that's when I think a lot of a lot of people fall by the wayside. You saw a lot of people come from junior, and then they don't want to have that role, and they don't want to be play eight minutes a night, and they don't want to play ten minutes a night. But then you kind of find guys that do, and and you can you can kind of carve a really good career. But like you said, you got to be a good teammate. You got to be you got to cheer these guys on. It's power play, and when you get a chance, you get to do well. But um, yeah, that's all those little things that, that go. Is there a backup goaltender? Yeah. yeah, they're like the most important part of the team because they don't get no recognition, but they're always the guys staying on late shooting. They're always one of the best teammates. They're always guys who are like raw, raw guys. They're, they're the ones that you're yeah. going high on in practice. <laughs> they're getting headshots and they're like, Jesus. Chris, yeah. Well, well in right now in Edmonton, uh, there's a lot of talk about the third, fourth lines not scoring goals. Mm. So how do you as a player, you're not expected to score as a third, fourth line player, yeah. but when you don't, now there's, well, why aren't you scoring? So yeah. how do you go into a game thinking that? Well, I, I went into a game thinking I got to contribute. And you got to help out. I think it's one of those things. The third, fourth line guys, you can't just rely on like Connor David or Dry Settle to do all the work. They're not going to score every game. That's just not feasible. That's not going to happen. And, and I think I was one of those guys that always pride myself on good defense, but always also a guy who can score a big goal if the team needed. And and you tell you tell your your line on the bench, hey guys, these guys are not. They don't have it today. We got to pick it up. And I think you got to go in thinking that and. If you go in thinking that, I think you you end up scoring a lot more than you do instead of saying, "Oh, yeah, these guys <laughs> like these guys do." They say, "Oh, take, take care." Like Ovi and like Baxter when I played here, it was easy to sit back and say, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Put um, the feet up, yeah, arms over the 20, shoulder. Twenty yeah. seconds, I'll dump it in. Get off it. <laughs> oh, honey, that was a good night. <laughs> Five minutes, twenty-five dump pucks. <laughs> yeah, there needs, no to, shots. there needs to be that stat for uh, effective dumping or something yeah. like that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I, I'd be the best ever, probably. 
<laughs> All-time so, record. <laughs> I, I'm curious about a, a team gets shut out. Okay, it happens. Yep. They don't like it. You get shut out again. That's a bad building for them, though, in Minnesota, isn't it? Yeah, they've oh, struggled. Yeah. They've struggled for years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, better lately, but they yeah. had that, what was it, up to almost 20 yeah. games or something like that. But now, I mean, plus you're in a Canadian market, and yeah. you know two games in a row, that's a lot. So they had yesterday off. they got to come to the rink today. I actually asked Tip, do you talk about it? Do you try? Because sometimes there's a problem with a team, and a coach will say, I don't want to draw any more attention yeah. to it. But, you know, when you've been through a team that struggled or couldn't score or had a couple of shutouts, you know, what's that vibe? Do you try to just address it? Do you try to keep it light and not talk about it? Uh, I think I think when you're you're winning, you're almost like I like to like like as a coach, I like you're always harder to guys. When you're losing, you kind of back off and kind of like give them a space and like sometimes even hey, take a day off, get away from the rink. And the worst thing here is as you point out is the media. So you 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 lose a couple. There's seven, what two and one, yeah. fantastic start. And all of a sudden they don't score for two. And now it's like, oh oh, here we go. Are they going to make playoffs? Are they going right. you know, to? Everyone's just got to relax and, and like they had a good start and like just lay off the lay off of it because what if if players say they don't read the newspaper they do if they don't listen to media they do and so guys can say it all they want but they hear it some form or another yeah and so I think it's it just got to keep on doing what they're doing they're playing good I mean like they they do need some secondary scoring which which would help I think a lot and like those guys take a lot of pressure off of those guys but you said when. When, uh, but it just it's got to relax and like you said the best way the coaches is, I think Tippett's pretty good but a good doing that he's, he's been around a long time and seen every bunch so I think he's pretty good at knowing so the one you've been in both the Canadian market and the American market in, in the American market the guys on the third fourth lines if they don't score it they're not talking oh, about no. it no there, there's, no. there's no there's no social no. media there's no yeah before a game, everyone let's talk about the guy that's who's supposed to go score 10 goals this year. He's got none. Nothing is said about it. They will talk about the three stars on yeah. the team, yeah. and they'll talk about their record, and then they'll go on to high school football. It's kind of like a high, it's like a football mentality. Yeah. Some people say, "Well, you play for the Caps." They go, oh, "You do?" I go, "You're a starter." I go, well, "I'm not really a starter." They go, "Okay." Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, it's like if you, yeah. someone would come to the game. Maybe that's why I play so long too. Exactly. No one noticed. No one noticed. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> thought I was doing a good job. <laughs> well, in the in the states, someone would come to the game for the first time, and the starting lineup will come out, and the coach yeah. that night will decide he's going to put his fourth line out. Well, I don't Vetchkin, he's not even a starter on yeah. that team. Tremere is the yeah. starter. That, I saw yeah. him in the opening when the faceoff. Yeah. You know, that, people say that to you. They're like, "Yo, you're a starter." I go, "Well, no, I just started the game." Right. Yeah, that, that actually happened to me. I I, uh, I was working with a young lady, and her American boyfriend came up, and I took him to a Golden Bears game. And 50 seconds in, he goes, "Why are they taking their starters off?" Yeah. Like it was less than a minute. He was like, "What? What's, well, going, what's on? going on?" Like, the game's yeah. not even. A, oh, I was like, yeah. "Oh no, they." That's part of the strategy, yeah. and, and watch. They'll hide, make sure the puck's in the other team's end before they change. Well, how do you know when to change? Totally yeah, 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 and then, the and then they say, how do they know when to do it? What, well, are, the, what are the rules? Yeah. Are well, because the coach doesn't like me very much. Yeah. He knows over 30 <laughs> seconds I really <laughs> struggle, so he yells at me to get off. It's all like volleyball where they got to check into the table. Stop <laughs> it in. Stop <laughs> it in. Yeah, yeah. Jason Chimera joining us in Studio 99. Okay, we've asked you about Ovechkin plenty of times in the past. Yep. He's not even the leading scorer on the team. John Carlson. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you played with yeah. him. He's just, ex- he's always been good, yeah. but he's just exploded the start of this year. I think it's a string of good, probably like everything he's touching right now goes in or, or play. But he's on the power play too, which is the power play is when it's going, it's pretty lethal. He gets all those little second assists at either a shot or, or one timer, or he pass, he's a guy usually like fake a shot past Ovi. And so he gets those like, uh, this not easy assist, but like he just throws it over to Ovi. He's like, they practice that like, 
40, 50 times of practice. Every practice, those guys, they, all you do is before practice, you go out and just put it in his wheelhouse, put it in his wheelhouse, put it in his wheelhouse. And, and he ends up with like, then he ends up with four assists a game. Oh, okay, it was a good night. Well, that's but yeah, he's, I think he's like, that's one of the best starts in NHL history for a defense. Right? Second best for a defenseman. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. pretty cool. The one thing is, too, when you see him put it on a platter for, for oh. Ovechkin, I mean, it's skill, but it's also practice yeah. skill. It's not yeah. like, okay, he's just so yeah. good, he can put the, put it in the right spot every time. No, they, they do yeah, practice. Yes, yeah, and, and Ovi wants it a certain, he won't shoot it if he's not in a certain spot. <laughs> He doesn't like, it's not, it's like pass it back, right? He doesn't. He's, a, he's a, but like you look at it's it's a skill to, and it's a practice skill to put it in the wheelhouse. It's a hard job. Like a lot of a lot of these guys want it where they want it, and they practice it. So Barry Trotz, you you had him. Yep. He wins the Stanley Cup, and they they decide not to keep him, or slash he decides to move on. However you want to look at it, and he totally turned the Islanders Islanders around defensively last year, and they they won a playoff round. What was what was he like as a as a coach? What impact did he have on you? Uh, he was good. I think I think what uh, Trotsy does, he gets. I think he tries to get the buy-ins pretty defensively with him. He's pretty like uh, he demands it from everybody, but he's also uh, known as like he's a very nice guy. People get along with him. The players coach and um, but I think just uh, the way he goes about it, I think it it, it it relates to players in a pretty good way. I think that's what he does best. So he, he, probably, he probably went for the money in New York. He didn't, that's what he went for. Yeah, I don't hey, blame him. Yeah. I don't blame him. Okay. Let's call a speed. <laughs> okay. He <laughs> went for the money. <laughs> and, and he did get a lot of money. Yeah, he's doing all right. Okay. Yeah. In your career, coach you like the most and coach it was the hardest to play for. Oh. Oh, does this include when he was? Anytime. Okay. Anytime. Yeah. Coach uh, Gerard Gallant, I liked a lot in Columbus. He was there, and we had a terrible team. I felt bad for him because we were bad. <laughs> and we said no, but, but he was, I thought he was a uh, terrific coach, and he, uh, he, really, he really treats guys well. And he plays, what Gerard does well is he gets all four lines, and even the guys that are not, to feel important. Like, they're a big part of the team, and if you're not playing, you feel like, holy I'll be the best healthy scratch ever. This would be awesome, <laughs> and right. So he feels like, and he makes it be, everyone feel important. And you don't want you don't want to let the guy down. And uh, on the flip side, well, like Hitch was hard to play for, but yes. But I liked Hitch because I like Hitch too. Cause but because I, I had an understanding with him, and he like I I think Hitch was uh, he was he was an asshole, but he was uh, is it okay to say that? Well, we did now. Probably should, but it's already happened, so that's okay. <laughs> Hitch has been but, called worse, but he, but. I I respected the hell out of him, and he was a, and we had a really good relationship. Mm-hmm. And 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 at the end of the day, he really cared about you. Yes, absolutely. Like if you talked to him off the ice, he really cared about you, and he wanted you to do well. And he, he tried to do it in his own little way, which maybe some people would find offensive and don't like it. But we had like a t- we had plenty of talks, and I understood why he was doing it. And, yeah. he, and he talked to me why I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, well, you would, that makes you sense. Would, at times you would hate him. Yeah. And then afterwards, you realize, oh my God. I was better because of him. Oh, yeah. And I, oh, I he, had him for four years, so I know exactly. He like, made, he's been at my house for Christmas made, dinners, he, but. Yeah, he made me a way better player. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the way, and uh, the funniest thing is that you could, you could have an FU match, with, FU match with him on the, on the on, bench. On the bench. And I'm like, oh, man, Sarah. I went home with Sarah. I don't know. I was screaming at Hitch. He's yelling at me. And I think I might be traded. <laughs> Next morning, he's, hey, morning, Jimmer. Yeah, it's like, unbelievable. Right, right. He, 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 he tries to pull that yeah, out of you, yeah. and then he forgets everything. Yeah. And then he would talk to him in the morning, hey, I, hitch, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have said that to you on a bench. So he goes, hey, don't worry, emotions are high on a bench, it's all for God. Yep. Oh, That's good. what Hitch was like. Yeah. But, it, but he was, if you understood him, and, and, and you, you would play better for him, and he'd make you a better player. Yeah, but absolutely. some guys can't, 
get so, over it. They can't get yes, through right. him saying the things that he said to you, and they would shrivel up. Yes. Other guys would fight back and yeah. be better out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Jason, before yeah. we let you go, and thanks so much for dropping yeah. by. It's great to see you again. Let us know what you're doing with Second Shift. Oh, yeah, so it's a it's a program that for to get people involved in, uh, it, for kids involved in hockey that either can't afford it or, or haven't played youth youth hockey in the past. And uh, me and, for, uh, me and for, Fernando Pizzani run it on the Sunday mornings. It's uh, I think it's 160 bucks for, for an entry, and they gear you up, and you get a skill session, one-hour skill session with me and, me and Fernando. And it's just to get the kids involved that, that can't afford a minor hockey or, or, or just haven't been exposed to it. It's a good way to get involved. And it's a fun, fun environment for them to learn hockey, learn some skills, and, and maybe get in the game in the future. Awesome stuff. It's great to see you. Thanks yeah. for making time for us. Always Enjoy fun. the game yeah. tonight. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. That is Jason.